Welcome back to It's Me, Frankie B. Currently sitting here with Kobe and the Doggos. How you doing tonight, sir? Can't complain, man. It's that uh, post-holiday hangover, though. Oh, for getting sure. Getting back into work, getting back into uh, things. It's definitely a struggle. I, yeah. I was dragging ass yesterday. Oh, bro. Tuesdays are the worst. Yeah. I, I to, like Mondays are fine, I feel like, because you're like, okay, you know, went to bed at a decent hour last night. I didn't get up, you know, early Sunday morning. Like, I've been chilling. You get through Monday, and then two, you wake up Tuesday, and you're like, fuck. Yeah. I have to go back to work for the second day in a row. So, <laughs> my Mondays at work are always awful. Yeah. Because it is back-to-back meeting yeah. from 9 a.m. until about 4.30. Yeah. So, it's it's always a struggle, because it's, like it's like 9 to 10, 10 to 10.30, 11 to noon, 1 to 2, 2.30 to 3, 3.30 to 4.30. I guess that makes your day go by fast, though. It does. That 1 o'clock one is the worst one because mm. it's just like it drags for so long because um, it's like the updates from everyone, everyone in the company on our side yeah. of like what they're working on. But yeah, that's that's my Mondays always drag, and then Tuesdays kind of – Tuesdays and Wednesdays lay off, and then Thursday, Friday pick back up. But yeah, it's a it's – a, roller coaster of a, of a monday every time but jeez yeah, the hangover from like just the long weekend oh yeah dude definitely made it a struggle yes, yesterday man which is probably why i was a little pissy with ed because <laughs> 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 i just i think i was like exhausted mentally yeah and just not wanting to be at work yet no um especially because sunday like coop's been sick yeah and then julia was sick so i was watching coop all day sunday and then like Put him to bed, and then immediately like got some work done. Yeah, you're prepped for work, and then went to bed, and then it's like right into Monday, and you're like, "Fuck, God, yeah, yeah." So it was tough, but shit, dude. Well, I mean, right now we've got TV on right now with ACC SEC challenge, and you were asking about the Big Ten, Big East. Is there is there Uh, not a Big Ten ACC? I don't think there's a Big Ten challenge at all. I'm looking really okay, unless unless IU just got the short end of the stick and doesn't play in the challenge. Cause I don't think there's an equal number of teams. Yeah. Maybe I'll look fully pulling that out of my ass, but I, I don't know when the ACC beat the big 10. Has it been like three years since the ACC won mm. that challenge? I, I can't remember. I'm pulling that out of my butt. Really? I feel like the years that like IU and Purdue were both down so, was that three years ago? Uh, four years four-ish. ago, four-ish. Yeah. Let's see here. Uh, so they've done it. They did it for thirteen years. So it's not. It's no more. Last year was the last year. I'm sorry. They've been doing it for twenty-three years. Sorry. Uh, ACC's won thirteen. Of the twenty-three. Yes. Does it show recent or just overall? Um. 2022 ACC won 8-6. Big 10 then won the, fir- the the three before that. Oh, that might be what I was thinking of then. And then they tied ACC, ACC, Big 10, Big 10, tie, tie, Big 10, Big 10, Big 10, ACC. ACC won like the first one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 10. Mm, okay. So and then it bounced back It bounced a back bit. and forth, yeah. But I, yeah, I was going to say, I remember those three in a row it seemed like they were big 10 was handling them for those three but 
I mean, I'm not shocked over the ACC at the beginning for the first 23 years, or the first of the 23 years, because, like... Yeah, I mean, you had UNC, Duke. Oh, yeah. You had some powerhouses in there. Wake Forest was tough Wake back Forest. then. Wake Forest. Because that was during... That would have started during the Chris Paul era. Um, yeah, ACC was tough. Yeah. 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 It's definitely, I think, the last couple of years fallen off a little bit. Um, yeah, I mean, you like, lose I guess, Coach K. And, yeah. Uh, Williams. Yeah, Roy Williams. It's like... I probably said Ricky Williams. <laughs> Shout out to you, Soner. <laughs> Fuck. But yeah, I think... Uh, I don't know. I'm... So doesn't Big Ten doesn't have a challenge this year? No, no. Interesting. Which I don't know. I feel like is good and bad. I mean, it allows uh, you know top teams, Purdue, even IU. Not <clears throat> not necessarily a top team, but it allows them to strengthen their non-conference schedule if they don't get somebody like super big in those challenges. You know? Yeah. Like how Purdue went to Maui and IU did the New York tournament or whatever. Yeah. And I think they've got they've both got a couple other like. Um, not ter- big. I should say big non-conference games that they were able to schedule probably. Yeah. Because they weren't doing a challenge of That's some true. sort. Yeah, Purdue's uh, looking good so far. They're almost the uh, unanimous number one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're a hard team to beat. Yeah. I did it, but last year. Well, that's what I I have a lot of Purdue guys that work with me because construction management majors. Sure. Um, and I told them that. They're like, they're like. I think Purdue could run the table this year. They're like, I'm looking. They don't have any ranked games coming up. The Big Ten, like, they've got yeah. um, IU and Michigan State and a couple others in in February, I think. And, but they're like, but those are all in Mackey. And and I was like, why well, IU plays them home and home? Yeah, but he was talking about like that February stretch might yeah. be tough. Yeah, and I was like. They're not going to run the table. And he goes, I'm looking at the schedule. I'm like, no, there's no way so. they're going to go through the Big Ten undefeated. And I said, they'll probably split with IU this year. Who knows? And and he was like, oh, there's no way. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, there is a way because last year they weren't supposed to get swept. Yeah, and they did. And they did. Um, and it's – but, yeah, the Big Ten, they beat the fuck out of each other. Yeah. And so I'm like, there's no way they're going to – if they no. survive undefeated through the whole season, then I might – be a believer until they go up against the 16 seed. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, a 12 through 16 because they're they've, kryptonite. Yeah, they've proven 12 a double, through 16. A double digit seed. Yeah, just not no bueno. I just them. I yeah I don't know I don't know how they keep on doing that. Yeah, it's impressive almost. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean I I I've been impressed with them so far. I mean they've got some veterans that returned, so they should have a great year again. Um, I'm keeping an eye on Marquette and UConn, though. I, I know I said UConn in my Final Four, but I'm keeping an eye on both those teams look pretty tough. Yeah, I. so what I will say, when IU played UConn, I wasn't as impressed with them as I th- thought I was going to be. Yeah. I mean, they, they ended up winning by, you know, 18 points or whatever, but that was a lot of garbage time minutes where we were, you know, trying to jack up threes and, and catch up. But we kept it within... 10 for most of the game yeah and a team like iu right now in the season probably shouldn't have been in that game at all no so i don't know and it's tough in basketball because well actually i think it's in any sport how they show up for that game um yeah so i don't know if uconn played the best they could 
You yeah. Know? Yeah. Because um, there's been other games that have looked a lot better, I think. Yeah. But that could have also been something with IU and their um, their athleticism, you know. Yeah. So I, who who knows? Yeah. It's it's tough to tell this early in the season, and that's what like I was the whole conversation started today because I uh, I laughed and I said this is so fucking dumb, mm-hmm. and they're like what? I'm like they're literally talking about number one seeds in bracketology right now. Yeah. And there's it, been yeah. seven fucking games. Yeah. No. It's so freaking dumb. Like no. I'm like. I get that these guys probably have nothing better to do, so they're like, well, I better, you know, make my paycheck worth it. Yeah. But I'm like, it's so, I'm like, there's so much that could happen. Like, Michigan State right now, sitting at three and three, guarantee you they're going to be a 100% different team yeah. by the end of the year because did they have the bad loss to Middle Tennessee Tech State University at the beginning <laughs> of the year? Sure. But like, the two games they lost were, I think, to Arizona and. Someone else, like Kansas maybe, mm. someone big. Yeah. And both of those games, like, flip a coin and they could have yeah. won those. Yeah. So, I'm like, they're they're going to be a lot better by the end of the year. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I mean, it's it's just, I was laughable. I'm like, how are you writing this right now? Yeah, <laughs> but, I mean, I, but, yeah, it's like you're saying, like, anything can happen. You can go on a hot streak. You can go on a cold yeah. streak. Also, I mean, I hate to say it, you can have, like, some guys get hurt. Yeah, like Edie could go down for Purdue, and then I don't know. Then what are you gonna do? Yeah, that team. That team is like, I I don't know what they would do without Edie. Yeah, and, and Cody he's, Cody's he, probably listening to this punching air right now, saying, yeah. "Bro, we have so many good players." Yeah, but it's the it's the inside out dynamic. It's you know you can get two points. Yeah, you know eight times out of ten down low, you open up your three point shooters because teams have to you know double the post. Uh, you have a good. You know, inside presence on defense. Yeah. They probably have some other fucking seven footers riding the bench, but it's not Edie. It's not Edie, yeah. and he and he's definitely improved from freshman year to now. And Still can't dribble. Probably not, but he doesn't <laughs> have to dribble, and the ball is ten feet high above yeah. everyone. Yeah. Um. But that's that's one of those things where I'm like, Painter has perfected the inside out game of in his the, offense in the Big Ten. In the Big Ten, correct? Because <laughs> he just. He's had consistent big men that are pretty skilled yeah. for college basketball. Yeah. And they, they're they very successful at playing with Edie, pushing it out, like you said. Um, and it's going to be interesting by the end of the year how their athleticism plays out against those Pac-12, Big 12 teams. Yeah. The small ball teams that are yeah. uh, just fast. Yeah. And that's what I think also sometimes kills them in these tournaments is you get these run-and-gun teams that – Nobody has in the Big Ten. No, and and the thing is, they'll shoot fifty threes yeah. in a game, and if they catch you on a good day, you're fucked. Yep. And and that's not good for a Purdue team that likes to play. Now, once again, Cody and Jordan are probably punching air, <laughs> but it's like they like to play half court ball. Yeah. They don't like to run and gun. Yeah, no. Especially when you got a seven footer that he does run well for his size. For his size. Goofy as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you would too if you had a size 50 shoe. Yeah, true. But true. it's... Wearing clown yeah, shoes out there. <laughs> pretty much, but it's Shit. like... He runs good for his size, but it's not against these big men that are going to yeah, run... No. They're running a 6'8 or 6'9 center yeah. running up and down the court on them. Yeah. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting, but um, we'll come back to some sports talk. Yes. One thing that I've... And I apologize to you because apparently my rundown <laughs> said Prissy, not P. Diddy. <laughs> not this... me sitting there Googling for 20 fucking minutes trying to find some kind of lawsuit about P. 
prissy. I don't even know what the fuck that is. All right, well, here we go. I think it's funny that you didn't even text me saying, who the fuck is prissy? I'm going to be really honest, Frank. I looked at it like 20 minutes before I drove over. Oh, that's completely Couldn't find anything. I was like, fuck it. (laughs) No, that's completely fine. Um, Because I I watched all these TikTok videos and... And honestly, when it comes to my uh, pop culture, pop culture knowledge, my, yeah, my pop culture knowledge. Okay. If it doesn't come from like TikTok right now or Twitter, <laughs> then it, I don't have it. And um, <laughs> and so I uh, all of a sudden get all this shit from TikTok videos of P Diddy and all this crazy stories from like celebrities confirming this stuff yeah, about yeah. him. And he has this new lawsuit with Cassie, who is alleging that. She was um, raped and then abused by him during their relationship. Not great. And this happened when she was, you know, 19 years old. Sure. And I don't know the age gap exactly, but I want to say... It's probably significant. Yeah. I want to say it's 10 plus years. Oh, I... Even yeah, more. I think at least. Hold on. It's not like we have a phone. We could just fact check it. 37 17, to 54. 17, 17 years. years. So, yeah, when she was 19, I mean, the age gap, he was 17 years older than her. Um, 36. Yeah. Like, that's pretty grown, wide range. A grown-ass grown man. man. And the videos I was seeing were wild because they were talking about, um, like, Diddy allegedly um, threatened Kid Cudi and then said he'd blow him up. And then Cudi said that his car blew up in his driveway. And then later on, Cuddy goes, I was also on a lot of drugs, so I might have been imagining that. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm like, oh, Cuddy, this is why I love you. Kid Cuddy, man. I love you, dude. But (laughs) I I don't know, man. You've seen some shit that might not have been been real in your lifetime. Um, One that was confirmed, though, was the Wale story. So Confirmed by who? From Wale. Yeah, okay. Well, I mean, his Wale and his bodyguards and yeah, people that were there in the studio, like the producer that was there. And how long ago did this happen? Probably like oh yeah, fifteen years. Probably, but still, stories change quite a bit. Oh, in I'm sure, years, brother. I'm sure. <laughs> but they were talking about how possessive P Diddy was over um, Cassie, and no one was allowed to record with Cassie in person, like male wise, and so Puff wanted. Like Cassie to do her track and then leave the studio and then Wally do the part of the track and then they'd put it together. Yeah. Um. And they didn't do that. They just met up there and were talking and recording. Like a normal fucking person. Like a normal business transaction. Yeah. <laughs> and uh. And then all of a sudden Puff came storming in with his bodyguards, and there was like a curtain, I guess, to the studio, and then it leads out to the balcony. Yeah. And the producer is the one telling this part of the story. And he goes, I just heard a lot of commotion, and then I just poked my head through the curtain, and the bodyguards had Wale upside down by his ankles <laughs> over the balcony for recording with her in person. Fuck. <laughs> um, and I was, I'm just like, man. like, <laughs> well, I, You know, the only thing that makes me kind of believe that, Wale is a short king. Yeah. I looked it up. 5'10". Yeah. He's a, he's a fellow 5'10 brethren with... Well, Ed wishes he was 5'10". Yeah. Uh, Minus three. Alan? Is Alan 5'10"? Alan's about 5'8". Five 5'9", five mm, almost. Short kings. Yeah. Gonna yeah. be me. <laughs> Ed's going to be so mad that you brought that up again. <laughs> For the record, Ed, I did not bring that up. 
Thank you. Five nine looking ass. <laughs> not even. Not even. <laughs> um, so then another video uh, story was about um, from Young Jock and was talking about Young how. Young I know. What a poll. I saw that video and I was like, my boy, I'm still. <laughs> I'm still tipping back over here. Jesus. And uh and so he was telling a story about how um he was at a club with Puff and Cassie and Puff looked up and there's a girl with like the side of her head shaved. Mm. And then he looks at Cassie and he's like, Hey yo, I want you to shave the side of your head. Okay. And Cassie's like, What? And like was very confused. And then he's like, you heard what I said and, like, was aggressive towards her. And then she's like, okay, okay. And then Jock, like, Puff went away to grab a drink. And Puff was, or Jock was like, you're going to seriously do this? And he goes, I'll be damned if the next day she didn't show up <laughs> and have her half of her head shaved. Fuck. And he goes, and then it became a movement. He saw all these yeah, chicks it's doing a badass, it's a badass yeah, look. Yeah. I mean, it's, not for me, but <laughs> it's a badass look. Yeah, I mean, I I shaved my whole head. <laughs> it's a badass look. <laughs> Frank, Frank, Frank didn't get the memo that it's only supposed to be half. Yeah. His barber just really fucked him well, up. Well, I, I tried to just shave the top, and then I just looked like Paul Finbaum with the with the hair ring. <laughs> and you're like, the wrong half, the sides, man. <laughs> 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 Fucking stupid. <laughs> you, you dumb fuck. So, uh... Yeah, and so then Jock was like, man, it, it's just crazy to see how much he was controlling this woman. Um, but, I mean, it just kept going on in the allegations with the lawsuit. And now that now Puff has um, stepped down temporarily from his chairman position for Revolt TV, mm-hmm. which I don't know a lot about Revolt. Do you know anything about it? Um, If I said yes, I'd be lying. No, okay. not really. I, I No. Yeah, because I didn't know if it was something that um, was like sports or music or what. I I believe it is music. Uh, I believe it's almost like an MTV for like hip hop. Oh, okay. But I don't know. I, I don't. Yeah. It is a space for unapologetic, authoritative voice of hip hop culture, which includes rap and R&B music. And social justice news. Gotcha. So it's it's on cable. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I don't think I've ever seen that like on my cable. No, or... it's never popped up for me. But I also have YouTube TV, so maybe it's not covered under that. But I know you have. Yeah, I've got Xfinity. And yeah. I, I mean, I've never looked for it. I guess maybe I'll go home and look for it later. And watch. It'll pop right up now that you yeah, right. said something. Yo, 100%. 100%. <laughs> um, but no, I think it's just crazy news coming out about that. Especially so long after because i feel like they've broken up it's been a while oh yeah so tell so what is this lawsuit because here's the thing like i am not a lawyer you know disclaimer do not take my legal advice unless you want to you know be arrested or or found guilty of something um but a lawsuit is like a civil thing so if there are like allegations of like criminal activity like domestic violence or rape or something like that. Yeah. I would imagine there would be some kind of criminal case. Although at this point, yeah. if it's been, you know, however long, there's probably not much. Well, that they broke up in 2018, mm. which is five years ago. Yeah. Um, she's 37 now, puts her at 32. 
And then they were, you know, a lot of the stuff she was saying was happening, like, throughout the relationship. Yeah. But, like, 19 was when it started. So you're talking, you know, quite some time. Yeah. Um, and it shows that here that, you know, she has already settled the lawsuit with him after filing. Ah. Like, literally one day out of court yeah. with Diddy. And he's like... And I'm sure with like how much money he's like, worth, he was like, yeah... I'm just going to throw all this money at you. Write a number on a napkin and yeah. now I'll make it happen. And I think because that's... Which is fucked. Oh, 100% <laughs> it's fucked. That's typically how civil lawsuits are yeah. kind of handled. If And 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 that's... Yeah, it's more for a, a money side of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's crazy because it settled one day afterwards. I'm sure, yeah, he she wrote a number on a napkin and he said done. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the lawsuit papers are still public record, which is where people are getting where... You know, the allegations of rape and abuse mm. and everything else mm. are coming from. Um, and there's some crazy other stories out there about Diddy and his other exes. And, like, the whole J-Lo incident when they were dating and he went to a club with her. And his bodyguards and him, they were going... I guess they are at, like, a mid-level club. Okay. So not, like, for A-list celebrities like him and J-Lo. Yeah. And instead, they still went there and started getting shit from, you know other figures in the club sure and someone threw a wad of money in p diddy's face <laughs> as like a sign of disrespect obviously <laughs> which then started firing guns everywhere sick j-lo hits the deck yeah. with her sister yeah and uh she like bolts kind of stop for a sec and then she looks up diddy and his bodyguards are nowhere to be found <laughs> it is ditched her that's fucked and so up. then like someone got her outside they hop in the car with him and his bodyguard and his driver yeah and uh they take off down the road a cop tries to stop him because the cops have already gotten to the club oh yeah um the driver just keeps going for like 11 blocks and they finally stop him um and they arrest all of them in the car and so there's a loaded gun in the car. Yeah. J-Lo gets charged for, like, felony possession no. of a gun, of a firearm. And obviously, later on, the charges are dropped on her because, like, yeah. she's just there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Diddy and uh, and his bodyguard were charged. And um, it's just hearing stories like that, I'm like, I don't know a lot about Puff. Um, but I'm like, I'm not shocked that he's kind of a piece of shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. knowing this now and reading, I'm like, yeah. Or like hearing about like when you hear this shit about Birdman and not paying his rappers sometimes <laughs> and all that. I'm like, I'm not shocked by this kind of news. Like, yeah. it's, you kind of see it. There were there were some there were some warning signs, some red flags, if you will. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's and like the whole, you know, did Puff order the hit on Tupac, and like. It's kind of like some might say like M's diss track when he was like, and uh, you know that Puff put the hit out to to get Pac killed, and then he, at the end he goes, you know I'm just playing with you, Diddy. You know I love you, and it's like, <laughs> do you? <laughs> There's some truth to every joke. Yeah, man. exactly. I don't know though. So here here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. You know, value of human life aside, right? To be able to put out a hit on somebody is kind of badass, right? I, yeah, I mean, <laughs> to I, I've never I'm just saying I've never <laughs> been in a situation where I've wanted to do that. No, me neither. But, but like to say you could the power, <laughs> yeah. And that's why you'll hear so many people, especially the wealthy people, will be like, "Would you take riches or power?" And everyone will always say, "Power." Yeah, give me the power because 
with power comes the riches normally. Yeah. But yeah, to be able to do oh, that, it's pretty. Saying, dog. That's a flex. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Especially if he actually did, and he's gotten away with it for fucking however many years. Right. Crazy. Right. Yeah. And I mean, all that shit from like the whole '90s rap era into the early 2000s and Suge yeah. Knight, Death Row Records, and yeah, all the people bro. they had going through there. That's what I'm saying. There's a lot of illegal activities going uh, on. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's. I don't know. We'll <laughs> we'll see if anything else comes out of this, and we'll, we, if there is, we'll give another update. Um, but just some crazy shit about P Diddy that I I didn't know. You know. Yeah. Well, now you know. Yeah. But anyway, going back to some sports talk real yes. quick. The Regular season for college football is over. Thank God. <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> How did the last game go? Fantastic. Oh, yeah? Fan-fucking-tastic, Frankie, because we got beat by Purdue, which set up FTA. Firing yep. Tom Allen. And so I have a take on this. Okay. And I held it in when we were talking about it the other day uh, with the guys. So, one, I definitely approve of firing Tom Allen. Like, he's been one of, if not the worst IU football coaches uh, uh, record-wise yep. in my lifetime. Yeah. And that's pretty – that's saying something because we've had some real stinkers. Right. Um, you know, to win, what, three Big Ten games in the last three years after a year where you – we were pissed that we didn't get to go to the Big Ten Championship because they changed the rules for Ohio State. Yeah. Like, that drop-off and that consistent shitting the bed late in games. I mean, there is no question when you look back at the games this season, we could have won six. Yeah. We could have gone to a bowl. Tom Allen yeah. could still be the coach. You should have beat Louisville. We should have beat Louisville. We really should have beat Purdue. Yeah. We should have at least made some sort of valiant attempt against Penn State. Should've we ran Michigan the ball. State. We should have beat Michigan State. We should have beat Illinois. Yeah. I mean, there there was a lot of games where we made the decision to play to not lose Yep. instead of playing to win, and that, my friend, is on coaching. Yeah. Because we have we had talent. Yeah. I mean, they're all in the portal now, but – <laughs> well, and that's that's the thing that always kills me when I see that in sports of teams playing not to lose instead of playing to win. It's goofy, and it and I I'll see it in soccer all the time, especially when we watch uh, like EPL. I and think I that's a little different. It might be, but there's times where I'll see a team go up one zero or two zero, yeah, and there's still thirty minutes left, yeah, and you'll see them drop drop back, drop nine back, yeah, and they're parking the bus, and I'm like. And then the other team's getting off like shot after shot because yeah. now they're just like, well, one's gonna get in. Yeah, and it's and it's just like, and I I like, hey, you've been handling this entire game, yeah. and controlling the possession of the ball. Why switch? Like, yeah. keep playing the way you're playing because you might give up a goal, but the way the momentum was going for you yeah. before this, like, just keep it going. Well, I think it's like kind of a lot different in football because I mean, if your offense has the ball, yeah. You, you can't just run the ball up the middle three straight times and then give the ball back to the other team. That's like that's like in soccer if you, like, possessed it in your defensive half and then just kind of kicked it to midfield and let the other team have it. Right. It's like yeah. – it's the same – it's the same idea. So, anyways, no, the game – the game – I mean, obviously, you always like to, to win, but I am not mad at all that we lost because it set up firing Tom Allen. So, here's my hot take. Okay. And I want to know – 
if this is just an outlandish take and or if it's ever been done. I think it would be interesting. I'm not sure if it's a good idea. I'm not sure if it's a bad idea. But I do enjoy Tom Allen's, like, love for IU. And I enjoy, like, I think he truly, truly wanted to succeed at IU. Mm -hmm. He just didn't quite have what it takes to win games. Yeah. I want to hire him back as our defensive coordinator. It, I would be curious if it's ever happened because I think a lot of times people don't hire the head coach or leave them on the staff because of their influence on the team beforehand. Um, so it just kind of depends on how that goes. Um, I feel like he is such a like team guy and an IU guy. If you cleared basically the whole rest of the coaching staff, yeah, and brought him back as defensive coordinator, I don't know. Yeah, I, it's kind of a wild take because it's it's like yeah, it goes it, against what you think of when you fire a coach. But dude, he negotiated down for a lower buyout. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, so and, he can't be he can't be that salty about getting fired. No, and and the, I think he probably saw the writing on the wall. He's yeah. not a stupid guy. Like yeah, he no. knows it's not been he's not been performing, or the no. team hasn't. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where I think they'd be fearful of the players having more influence from him than the new head coach, and then them going to him Some instead. Kind of power and, struggle. Yeah, so yeah. that's why they don't normally do yeah. that. Um, but no, I, I mean, he's probably going to get a DC job somewhere else. Oh yeah, um, and do great. Yeah. Um, and you know, and and I was kind of bummed by the news this week because Notre Dame's offensive play calling this this year yeah. has not been great. Okay, and there was rumors that we we're going to hire another offensive coordinator from like a smaller school that mm. was a head coach. Yeah, I'm blanking on who it was right now, but like his team and his offense has been firing on all cylinders the last mm. couple of years, and so I'm like, cool, you know, fresh start, some fresh blood. And so they were talking about that, and then um, that was shut down very quickly this week. And mm -hmm. it could be just because the season's still going. Yeah. And they could just announce it at the end of the year, yeah. like, hey, he's going to be, you know, not the offense coordinator this year. We're going to move on from him. So we'll see. Who knows? Um, the, but the IU the IU coaching carousel has been a rumor. A carousel of rumors has been firing oh, yeah. on all cylinders, yeah. bro. It's been it it's been from. Uh, <laughs> there was rumors that we were considering our fucking offensive coordinator, <laughs> current Rod Carey. Okay. Hell no. Um, to people who are saying, oh, get Antoine Randall L back in here. Like, mm, mm. Does he even coach anywhere? Yeah, he's a wide receivers coach for uh, I think somewhere in the NFL. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I, he's I, coach. I thought that he was just been chilling at home. Like <laughs> no. No, I think he's a wide receivers coach somewhere in the NFL. And then the crazy one that got some traction by, like, non-IU people, and they were like, oh, look out. IU could hire John Gruden. And all the IU people were like, <laughs> where the hell are you getting this information? Because he's right. not even on a list anywhere. No. <laughs> I don't think he's on anybody's list for any no. coaching job right now. No. So, I don't know. I. <sighs> Although that would definitely put some asses in seats, though. I think it would. I don't know, dude. <laughs> so here's here's where I stand on. Oh, I also saw today, like right before I came over here, um, apparently, and this is related, uh, 
Apparent, well, maybe. Mark Cuban okay. is selling his majority stake of the Dallas Mavs. Hmm. So it's it's valued at $3.5 billion. The cool thing about this is, in the Mark Cuban aspect, he is keeping shares in the team and full control of basketball operations. So, to me, that sounds like he just needs, like, you know, some extra cash flow. Yeah. And so all the IU guys are like, holy shit, Mark Cuban's going to finance the whole entire IU football team. We're digging deep. We're going to pay somebody <laughs> big bucks. And I'm like, he probably just needs some extra cash to go buy something else. But, yeah, you know, whatever. Probably. <laughs> No. Or um, he probably just doesn't want to own them now. He probably is like, oh, I could cash out, still control the team. Yeah. And I don't know, know what shares in team means. Maybe voting, like, a say in what, yeah. the, what they do. Yeah. Hires and, yeah. you know, financial yeah. strategy. Yeah. But. So, I, I, I'm I to the point, and I'll, I'll go on record to say this. If we make a, like, super lackluster hire, like some OC or DC from, like, a fucking non-power five or power six conference like i might not be getting season tickets next year yeah i don't blame because i think i think we're at a point now you've tried you've tried the route of like like a, a guy who loves iu you've, you've had a tom allen he couldn't do it you had kevin wilson who got basically ran out of town by fred glass and then has been you know in a high profile job sense yeah uh, you've lost some some coordinators to higher like tier schools i just think you need to dig deep and you need to you know reach for your wallet and put some money into the football program because people are always bitching oh nobody goes to football games nobody goes nobody watches our team why yeah. nobody's gonna watch it even if we do put money in it no you start winning some fucking games people are gonna show up right I mean, look at 20, oh, 2020 is not a good example because it was COVID. But yeah. look at, like, Ke- late Kevin Wilson when we were competing with Ohio State until, like, the fourth quarter. Those yeah. games were crazy. Oh, yeah. So it's – And it was fun. And it, and it's always thrown me off because, like, IU wasn't filling the stadium beforehand, and then they enclosed it. And I was like, huh, interesting, putting in more seats, and it makes it look even more empty. But, yeah. like – it, it they definitely cool changes. We, they did cool shit like below the seats. True. And so true. it's like, what are you going to do? Waste the space? Right. Just throw the seats on top. And and that's where, you know, IU, they prove it with their basketball fan base. And you'd be lying if you think uh, the football fan base or the basketball fan base wouldn't transfer over to the football fan base. Oh, yeah. Um, there would definitely be more asses and seats if oh, they yeah. were an, even an eight-win team a year. And like – you know, competing actively throughout the games. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, it, you could definitely see in the Kevin Wilson days and like when Penix was here, the hype was around there. Yeah. Like it was, it was definitely a different vibe to IU for a while there. Yeah. Um, but I think it's, it's also like when you've been bad for so long, people don't trust, you know, one good season or two good seasons. Yeah. You have to start being kind of consistent. consistent. Um, so I, I don't know. I hope for your sake that they have a good hire here in the next couple months and Oh, I think they're gonna announce it this week. Oh really? Oh yeah. I think it's gonna be fast. I, I think from from what I've been reading from, you know, reputable people on the internet, not just, you know, angry Carmel Dad in his basement. Right. Uh I think that this 
uh, decision was kind of put in motion weeks ago. Yeah. And I think IU's been kind of looking weeks ago. And that makes sense because, yeah. I mean... Well, I, I think once they were out of bowl contention, yeah. I think it, it, it was, was... done. Yeah. And I think that makes sense because it's one of those things where you want to get a guy in there quick so he can get into recruiting, talk yeah. to the people the portal, that are transferring. The, the portal closes like... Yeah. It's not open very long. No. and A month, and, maybe? Yeah, and it's one of those things where... You're going to want to talk to the guys that are in the portal yeah, right now just dude. to see if you can pull them back if they like you enough. So you mean um, every single one of our starting offensive linemen, all of our quarterbacks, most of our wide receivers, uh, both running backs. Yeah. It's outrageous. Our whole I mean, I don't even know what what's on the defensive side, but all five starting offensive linemen are in the portal. Yeah. Yeah. That's I mean, crazy. we're not we're not even gonna have a fucking team next year if they don't make a good right. hire. <laughs> right, they're gonna be sitting there wondering what the hell happened. They're gonna be calling people back to school who have eligibility left. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, you're not 26 yet, so um, or you how old breath. you have to fucking be? I don't. Th- I don't think there's an age limit. I thought there was. No, there's like a 30 year old punter. That's really awesome. Yeah, he like I think he went to the military or something. Came back and came back and went to college and he was or eligible. maybe maybe it's just the amount of years that you could be in college. Like I I don't I don't know, dude. I think I could go back to college right now and play a, a sport. Why couldn't I? Well, that makes sense. I mean, you're. I thought you had six years, maybe. Six years of eligibility. Maybe it's more than that, or I don't know. Why couldn't I? Red shirt freshman year. And then play four years, so there's five. No, I'm saying, like, I've never played a sport. Yeah. There's no age limit. True. I, I see it's what five. you're saying. It's five. It's five. It's technically it's four. Yeah. It's four but years I'm, of eligibility unless you get a medical redshirt or you. That's what I was going to say is, like, you redshirt your freshman year, you play for four years, so there's five years right there. Sure. You get an injury redshirt, mm-hmm. that's six. Mm-hmm. I mean, COVID. Technically, COVID, COVID scholarship. So, yeah, you could maybe see seven, but. Yeah. Which is just wild. Yeah. If you're still playing in seventh year, you think you think IU could get LeBron James and an ideal nil deal to come play tight end for him? Maybe, and then maybe play point. No, yeah. I don't. He doesn't have eligibility. For <sighs> That's true. Cause yeah, because the NBA. Although maybe nil changed that. Yeah. Can NBA players come back yeah. and play college ball? Who fucking knows? Who knows? If uh, if anyone listens to this, just. Hit us up. You can be on the pod <laughs> next week if you're knowledgeable in all college football or college athletics um, eligibility. Maybe we need to get Bridget on here. She might have some kind of idea. True. Good call. Yeah. Good call. Yeah. Um, but, no, it was, it was the UNLV offensive coordinator um, that apparently has been doing really well. This is really dumb. I didn't even know they had a football team. Yeah. See, <laughs> they do. Fair? Yeah, I mean, it's fair. Um, but I think they've actually had a pretty solid year. Mm. And I think they were just saying, like, bringing someone else in that has a different mindset on an offense um, than just, like, a very square-style offense and not making the best play calls in tough times and games, like the Ohio State game. I can relate. Oh, I'm sure you can. Um, crazy weekend this past weekend with the Ohio State-Michigan game. Yep. Um, and Michigan pulling it out. Yep. Fun what? fact, Tom Allen has the same amount of wins against uh, Michigan as uh, Ryan Day. Yep. And that's, <laughs> and that's what my FRD was when you kept saying FTA and I was saying FRD because I don't like Ryan Day. I think he comes off very yeah. – like I think there, my, my feelings towards him are meh because – 
I think that he took over a program that was already just a freaking bombshell of a program. Oh, yeah. So you're not – you're handed the keys to a Lambo. Yeah. That's already, like, souped up and ready to go. Yeah. Like, you're not you're not having to rebuild anything. And he's driving the speed limit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, you're getting these top recruits. You've got Marvin Harrison Jr. You're getting – I'm like – Yeah, bro. And you haven't won a big game yet. You're starting to kind of look like Brian Kelly where it's like, mm. oh, you're winning the games you should be winning. Yeah. And then your rival games are not doing well. Your big games are not doing well. Honestly – Penn State's having that same issue with Franklin. They showed a stat where he has not beat Michigan or Ohio State, or actually, or Michigan State. I think it was those three, like the power three yeah. outside of Penn State. I think he has like a very bad losing record against all of them. Um, so it's just one of those things where you keep consistently seeing that kind of issue, and Ohio State alumni are not going to be comfortable with him that much longer. Yeah. Some people yeah. are already saying he's on the hot seat, but – um, you know, he made it to the playoff last year and lost when they should have probably beat Georgia. But um I was, you know, F R D as fire Ryan Day, but it was also kind of the F Ryan Day because I just don't care for him. Um but he, I think he just kinda comes off very conceited and douchey sometimes. Yeah. Especially in his interviews and like the whole Lou Holtz thing was such a cringe moment for me. Yeah, I didn't like that. Like, and I get it. He was mad and people are like, Well, no, he was Sticking up for his team, and I'm like, he's coming at like a 90 year old dude who's <laughs> yeah. just saying like, he probably hey, shits in a diaper. Probably, <laughs> who fucking knows? And I'm like, like, cut him some slack, man. He's he's calling out a 90 year old dude that said, look, and every big game that you've played in so far, you've been outmanned and out toughed. Like, can you show it? And even in the Notre Dame game, they were not winning the battle in the trenches, and. Thank God Notre Dame can't count with their <laughs> geniuses on the sideline um, for Ohio State. But it's – yeah, I'm, I I would not be pleased if I was an alumni oh, or yeah, a fan no. of them right now no. of Ryan Day. No. Some people are calling for Urban Meyer to come back. I'm like, he's – I mean, he's a hell of a coach, but he's dirty as fuck. I'd take him. Oh, I'm sure you would. Urban Meyer to IU, baby. Yeah, and I <laughs> I am polar opposite. You ain't people, cheating, you ain't trying, bro. Yeah, people talk about Urban Meyer all the time to me about Notre Dame, and I'm like, yeah, no. Please please stay away. Well, it's it's different. Notre Dame like has something to lose. IU's got nothing to lose. They can't get any fucking worse. <laughs> You're just like, bring him in. I'm just like, bring him in. He'll give us maybe four good years, get caught for cheating, and then we'll be back right where yeah. we started. Like, whatever. What about Jim Tressel? You know, the other Ohio State coach that was caught doing some shysty things with you know, I don't think I know much about him. Is he a so, bad guy? Is he a problematic? It really guy? wasn't. He was a bad guy. How, how problematic was he? It was before the NIL deals. Oh, he's paying players. Yeah, he's paying players, oh, okay. hooking them up with cars and tattoos and oh, all kinds yeah, of stuff. It. Yeah, yeah. So he might be clean now. Who I'm, knows? I'm cool with that. Yeah. Who knows? I don't care if you pay players. I mean, I, whatever. Yeah. Exactly. Everybody does it. Right. Not IU. <laughs> you <laughs> Apparently. See, you see the tweet I sent the other day that was like. Uh, after after the investigation into uh, into Michigan, it's come out that 13 out of the 14 Big Ten teams have been also sign stealing. Yes, I so saw now that. by default, IU, the only team that isn't cheating, idiots, yep. have won the Big Ten. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did see that. That was pretty good. Oh um, man! But yeah, going into this weekend, we have the conference championship games. Yep. You have number six Oregon. Well, updated tonight. We're recording on Tuesday. Yes. Um, but as of this past weekend, it was number six Oregon against number four Washington, which I believe now is number five against number three. Um, Oklahoma State, I think, jumped to 17. Can we make picks? 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, Oklahoma State was let's number. Make them while you go through it. Oh, so cool. I don't forget. Yeah. So Oregon, Washington, Washington. I'm going Oregon, Washington. Okay. Washington's I think or- winning it all, baby. Washington, Washington. Uh, I think Oregon's rolling right now. I'm going to pick them. Mm. Oklahoma State, Texas. I think Texas stayed at se- yeah, they stayed at seven, and then Oklahoma State. I think went to seventeen. I think Texas wins that. I have not watched a single game of either one of them this year. Yeah, I'm going OK State. Cool. A little upset action. Yeah, you know. Um, I think it's now, yeah, it's still stay, stay the same. Number eight, Bama. Number one, Georgia. 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 And I think Bama's I'm going to be outside looking in. They still are. Um, people are Even saying. Even if they win? Yeah. No people, way. Yeah, I know. They were saying that Herb Street and all them were talking about, like, if Florida State wins and they're undefeated, Michigan wins, they're undefeated, and Washington wins, they're like, are you going to put, like. Who's out- in over them? Right now? No, if if that happens, if those three teams win, right? Who who's that fourth spot? That's what they're talking about. Is like it's Texas Bama. beat Bama. It'll be Bama. But they were saying like Texas beat Bama and they're Big Twelve champion. So you're gonna have them leapfrog because they beat Georgia and won the SEC, but Texas beat them. And obviously, well, Georgia will probably stay in if it was that situation. Yeah. If, but they were talking about like. How are you going to do that? Now, granted, Texas probably would not want to play Bama again right now. <laughs> but at the beginning of the season, they got them, yeah. and that's all that matters. Um, so then the other – well, they it was they put SMU Tulane on here for the American Conference. Um, I'm rolling Tulane. I'm going to go SMU. Okay. Um, ooh, this is a tough one. You got number 16, Iowa, against number 2, Michigan. So it's going to be Michigan by quite a bit. The <laughs> – <laughs> oh, the over-under? The over-under for total team points, first half and second half, for individually, Iowa. for Iowa, is .5. Yeah, which I'm thinking about putting, like, 40 bucks on both of those. I'm like, there's no way, right? I hammer the over. Yeah. I'm it, like, there's no way. No. There's no way. No. Um, but, yeah, I thought that was laughable. Because didn't IU put up points against Michigan, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, Iowa can do it. Yeah. <laughs> and then the I think last they only one. put up six, but I don't think they scored a touchdown. Right. But, you know, whatever. I think the, and the last one, I can't remember how far Louisville dropped. I think they dropped to 14, um, and Florida State moved up to four. Um, you know what? I'm picking Louisville in this. Um, look awful good for IU. Not that it fucking matters. But. Right. Uh, Louisville is decently healthy. They're coming off a loss. They want to prove something. They're playing for the ACC championship. They have nothing else to lose except for ruining Florida State's season, so why yeah. wouldn't they? Yeah. And Florida State's playing with a backup who's looked decent, um, but I don't think he's there yet. So mm. here's where it gets interesting, though. Okay. So right now you've got one loss Oregon, mm-hmm. undefeated Washington, mm-hmm. one loss Texas, Bama, and then undefeated Georgia. And now you have undefeated Michigan, undefeated Florida State. Where I, I think if all the undefeated teams win, you've got to put them all. Oh in. yeah, I mean, well that's and I think that's where people are like, well, it's a lock. If if Washington, Georgia, Michigan, and Florida State all win, then it doesn't change from what they already have. Right, they're all in. There's your top four. I think that'd be a really fun playoff. I think so too because yeah. I. Like, people were saying, oh, Georgia's a clear-cut number one. I'm like, I haven't seen that this year. Yeah. They've been very up and down, and and I think, obviously, that's the lock. If if they're all undefeated, yeah. they're, they're in. Um, where it gets interesting, if Oregon beats Washington, I think they're obviously in. They're going to take Washington's place in the top four. Sure. Um, 
Florida State, gosh, this so this is where you start getting into the eye test and all that shit because mm-hmm. if Bama beats Georgia, you now have a one loss Georgia that's not a champion of a conference, but then you've got yeah, Oregon and Texas who are one loss teams but they're conference champions. Mm-hmm. More than likely Georgia's better than both those teams. But it's gonna be tough to put them in over a conference champion. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like because <clears throat> because there's there's been on the field you can see yeah. it where the eye test. Yeah. Teams are put in because they have a better resume, but the bottom one is no everyone knows damn well they're not the best team. Right. Top four team in the country. Right. Right. Um and that's happened with Notre Dame a couple of years where people are like, Oh, they got stopped. I'm like, well, they shouldn't have been in the top four in the first place. Yeah. Like they, they shouldn't they shouldn't they had no business being in there. But they ran the table. They had three or four undefeated or uh, top twenty-five wins. Yep. And you know they look good. But yeah, I mean it, it gets very hairy because, like we said, Bama wins and Texas, you know, blows out Oklahoma State and looks like world beaters. Mm-hmm. You're gonna give the nod over to Bama over Texas, or you're not gonna have Texas leapfrog Florida State if they look like shit against Louisville, like even Frankie, if Louisville wins. If I know anything about college football and the college football playoff, yeah. They will do anything they can to put Alabama in. Oh, 100%. And, and I think someone made that comment on the TV tonight of yeah. like, you're not talking about just some random team winning yeah. the SEC championship. You're not just talking about Bama. You're talking about Nick Saban and yeah. Bama. And yeah. they're like, you're not going to give them the nod? And and that's when people are like, well, you could see an SEC team not make it in. I'm like, bullshit. No, no chance. Bullshit. No chance. Like, Georgia wins. They're obviously in. They're yeah. the number one overall. Yeah. But if, if they get beat, you're going to tell me that the number one overall losing to a one-loss SEC champion now is not going to be in? Fuck out of here. I don't care. I don't care what you say. Like, it's it's still a money business. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's still a money you gotta business. you got to get the SEC fans in yeah. there, dog. Yeah. 100%. But, yeah, so I think it's going to be interesting. So, we made our predictions. So, you said Washington, Oklahoma State, Georgia, Michigan, and Florida State? Did you say Florida State? Why are you picking five teams? You. Oh, for the conference champions? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. That's so, shoe wins are Georgia, Michigan, Florida State, Texas loses. Oh, so you're just saying it's a lock. Washington's winning, so it's the top. Well, Washington's winning it all anyways. There you go. I like so that. So, it doesn't really matter. Um, So, you're saying the top four is a lock right now? Yeah, I think so. I'm going to go, I said Oregon in. Um, Georgia's in, Michigan's in, and I think that's where it gets iffy because Florida State, I think they're going to lose to Louisville. So that'd be crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So here's the thing that we didn't bring up. If Oregon wins, but wins on like a lasting and field goal to Washington. Yeah. They might still give Washington the nod at four. Oh yeah. Over Florida State. Yeah, they will. So I think so. But you know, Texas beat Bama. And has you know three other top twenty five wins. They're a Big Twelve champion. You might see them leapfrog Washington and get in. So I think Washington's in. You think either way they're in? Uh, they've if got a it Heisman, stays close, they got a Heisman front runner, dude. Yeah. they're not gonna they're not gonna leave him on the outside looking. Correct. Up. If it stays close, but if they lose by like twenty, you know, then I think that's they're pretty. Yeah, out. it's hard. Yeah. So especially if Texas looks good against Oklahoma State, True. handles their business and moves on. So I'll just say I'm gonna pick Oregon, Georgia. Michigan and Texas. Fuck it. They're going to make it in. All right. 
anyone to leapfrog Ohio State because Ohio <laughs> State's. I think right now Ohio State's so far out, especially yeah. if people win their conferences like they're supposed to. They're so far out. Do you think if Iowa wins the Big Ten championship, <laughs> Ohio State can sneak in there? I don't think so. You don't think so? I don't think so because then in that situation, if all the undefeated teams lost, or lost, yeah, Iowa beats Michigan. Yeah, I don't think so. You don't think they can slide because they would still be behind Michigan. So you're now looking at I don't know. Iowa loss is pretty bad. Oh, for sure. <laughs> but you still beat that team head to head. Yeah, and so you're looking at it as but now but now you're talking about the Alabama Texas. True. And I think yeah. Alabama gets in over Texas. Yeah, if I mean But it is Alabama and right. but also they kinda love Ohio State. That's true. Cause yeah, you're looking at one loss, Oregon, Washington, Texas, Georgia, Bama, Michigan, and Florida State. I think they would give the nod to Bama. Yeah. They'd give the nod to Oregon. So there's your two because they won. Um yeah, that's where it gets tough because yeah, then, bro. then you're looking at Texas. They beat Bama. Bama wins the SEC championship game. They're probably in. And it's like, who's the fourth? Do you do you give the nod to Michigan over Ohio State still? Or does Washington keep it close and they get in? Like, yeah, definitely Yeah. This is where this is where we talked about it in the past where I don't always agree with the committee. And I would love for them to put a camera in the committee's yeah. meeting. Yeah. No reporter. I don't need some freaking dummy in there. Yeah. So Bill's over there talking about this yeah, right no, now. Just, no. Just a, no. Just a live stream. Exactly. A GoPro just, with some mics. Yep. And just let it ride. Yeah. I don't need to hear. And I don't. And like, put it on like YouTube or some shit to yeah. where if they're cussing in there and flying F bombs. Yeah. Something. Yeah. You know, put it somewhere where. You know, they're not going to get bleeped out every other word if they're in there cussing or, yeah. you know, it's not a damage to their public image. Um, but, yeah, it, it's going to be very, very interesting. So, we'll see. Um, you know, hopefully next week we've got some shenanigans going on with it because I would love <laughs> to see how this all plays out. If, if there was, like, a t- total turmoil of, like, all the undefeated yeah, lose. that'd be fun. Oh, yeah. That'd be fun. Um, because, you know, next year – they're talking about this with uh, you know the Big Ten expanding. There's not going to be divisions anymore, so the shitty West is finally going to be shown as being awful teams. Yep. They're they're talking about a situation where Michigan Ohio State could play the last game of the year, still have the best records in the Big Ten. Yeah. Play in the Big Ten championship the very next week. Yep. And then a month later, play each other in a playoff. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's freaking wild. That'd be sick. Yeah. Um, and you're going to see that, I think, more across the board anyway. But, but yeah, going to a top 12 next year, you're looking at Oklahoma, if it was this year, mm-hmm. Oklahoma, Mississippi, Penn State, Missouri, Bama, Texas, Ohio State, Oregon, Florida State, Washington, Michigan, Georgia. It's a pretty fun playoff. The first four are going to get buys. So you'd be sitting here right now, Georgia, Michigan, Washington, Florida State is buys. And then you'd have Oregon playing Oklahoma, Mississippi playing Ohio State, Texas playing Penn State. Missouri playing Alabama. And the Missouri-Alabama game was close, if I'm remembering correctly. Oregon-Oklahoma would be a fucking shootout. Yeah. Um, Mississippi, SEC school, likes to play tough. Would be fun to see against Ohio State. Um, and then Penn State-Texas, mm, I'm probably getting the nod to Texas on that, but Penn State would probably put a up a good game. fight. So, be a good game. 
yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be fun next year. It's going to be interesting. I'm glad that they're finally expanding it. Um, more football time for me. I'm fine <laughs> with that. Sorry, Jordan. I know you think it's basketball season. Well, it is. Yeah. it's tech, I mean, it's both right now. No, it's, it's the it's beautiful basketball. time. It's it's, no, it's football. Season. It's football season still for uh, for people who uh, have shitty football programs. Yeah. It's basketball season. So when does when does spring training start for baseball? Is it March or April? I think it's March, isn't it? So can I just annoy the fuck out of you it and could Jordan? Be fucking February. Yeah, who fucking knows? Can I just annoy the fuck out of you guys next spring and be like, it's baseball season? Um, right in the middle of March Madness. Well, I mean, that'd be one hell of a pull. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you can try it. Yeah, <laughs> it's baseball season. <laughs> Purdue's already out. They lost in the first round of the game. The season's yeah, over. It's base baseball season now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that wraps it up for this pod. Definitely a fun week of football coming up. Basketball's ramping up. Fun time of the year. Christmas is around the corner. Um, you know, we're we're in the fun times. So. Thank you all for joining. As always, like and subscribe on all major platforms. Follow us on Instagram, X, and Threads. And thank you and have a good night. Cheers. Cheers.